Blog Talk Radio. to discuss with you and that main item on the agenda is well one of them namely is to say congratulations to Spencer Slade for making it on the AEW Dark roster the dude was a guest on this here podcast not on Off the Rails Uncensored but the same affiliation of Wrestle Radio Network congratulations to you Spencer Mazel tov. it's awesome to always know that one guest actually two now have ended up in the limelight because they worked their asses off. All right. Second of all, I'm a perfectionist, folks. I did not like the way the last episode did because it was just like rambling around in circles trying to find answers to the questions that we all have that are burning inside us, like what the fuck, WrestleMania 37 type stuff. Um, I can already tell you, I understand where some of WWE was coming from. Especially the whole Rhea Ripley Okay, so Here's the deal You message me It's Wrestle Radio Network Facebook.com Wrestle underscore radio on Instagram and at underscore Brian Rails. Yes, so if you have any questions about WrestleMania 37, I would be happy to answer them for you. So, I mean, it is what it is, folks. WrestleMania 37 happened, and uh, so, yes, it happened. And now some of us are complaining, as usual. I'm complaining about certain outcomes, too. Roman and Lashley, okay, is there some form of purpose uh, as to them retaining the championship other than Roman needs it for career morale? No. Other than Lashley needs it for career morale? I don't think career morale was the reason for those two winning a cha- or keeping their championships, but I do find it kind of unnerving that at the biggest stage of them all, you know, another Rumble winner goes and bites the dust, and that's Edge. So, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure, though, he was excited to perform in front of an audience, according to reports. 
Edge was crying behind the curtain. Rhea Ripley saw him. He winked at her. It's a mutual thing that uh, only certain people understand who work behind the curtain. I'm getting a lot of messages on Facebook. Wow, that's this is pretty cool. They're saying congrats, Spencer. Congrats, Spencer. So I've gotten a lot of congrats, Spencer, Slade. My Instagram and now my Facebook. That's pretty awesome, guys. Keep the congratulations coming. I mean, I'm pretty sure he welcomes any words of encouragement that go to him. Speaking of AEW Dynamite tonight, so some promo, some action, that Hardy, Darby Allen. Let's see here. This is just a lot. Uh, MJF tells Mike Tyson's group called Pinnacle, which... Honestly, guys, there's way too many factions going on in AEW right now, but Mike Tyson's there, so, yeah, this would be entertaining. I, you know what, Mike Tyson, back when he was an enforcer in WWE, that was obviously to turn on Shawn Michaels. Is the same shit going to happen with him turning on Chris Jericho? I don't know. He said, he's my enemy. I don't really care. Also, if need be correctly, I believe the TNT Championship was defended. The Tag Team Championships, also the Young Bucks defending. And uh, they ended up victorious over Phoenix and whoever else. But their women's match is Chris Stratlander versus whomever. And Jade Cargill versus somebody and somebody a go-go. Versus somebody. I sorry. I don't look. I can read the AEW card without sounding disrespectful, but that's what I'll do. That's what I'll do. So I'm going to read AEW Dynamite results so that way I'm not all over the place. Well, I went right to the search. So I'm not reading Forbes. I read Cage Side Seats, though. I don't think I need the whole entire blog description. But um, let's see here. So, it was from Jacksonville, Florida. We get it. So, the very first match was, you know, actually, there's a lot of promo here, promo there. Mike Tyson cuts a promo, really. Backstage, and Maxwell Jacob Freena interrupts him. We and says, they're peeved at him. Tyson says he's mad at them, too. So, in other words, Tyson is getting involved in the commentary hypes up tonight's show. The Death Triangle, Pac and Ray Phoenix versus the Young Bucks and Matt and Nick Jackson. So... This is insane because these two, those four gentlemen are just absolute excellent wrestlers. Uh, let's see here. Talk about his back piercing, black arrow. Phoenix holds Nick back, but he spills into the pen, breaks it up. So very NXT esque, how it used to be. Uh, let's see. Young Bucks win by pinfall with a super kick party on Ray Phoenix to retain the AEW World Tag Team Championships. And then you have Jade Cargill versus Red Velvet. Who cares? Cargill wins by pinfall. Britt Baker, blah, blah, blah. Anthony Agogo versus Cole Carrier. Or Carter, sorry. Anthony Agogo wins by referee stoppage with a body blow. Chris Jericho versus Dax Harwood. Guessing, let's see here. Jericho wins by pinfall with Judas Effect. What about Kenny Omega? So he wants to make Mike Tyson a member of the inner circle. Holy shit. Kenny Omega, the Good Brothers, the Young Bucks, and Don Callis are interviewed on their way out of the building. 
Someone gets on my mic and says we should be prepared to be surprised again. Blah blah blah. When the camera operator super kicks, so he super kicks the camera guy. Okay. Emmer Nova versus Chris Strat or Chris Stratlander. No thanks. Well, Chris Stratlander wins by a pinfall with a wheelbarrow tombstone pile driver. Interesting. Let's see here. Tony Schiavone. Taz demands to know if he's in or out. Kid said he was going to do this later in private, but he didn't come to six. Is probably came here to win. So essentially, folks, it was a show. Darby Allen versus Matt Hardy in the AEW Championship with Falls Count Anywhere. <coughs> Let's see here. Mm-hmm. Bells all over the place, I bet you. Let's see here. Darby Allen wins by pinfall with a coffin drop off of a lightning scaffold. Lighting scaffold and retain the AEW to dear lord. Off the scaffolding, eh? I don't know. So, <laughs> I know this is a lengthy off the rails, but might as well. So, tonight, I got a little sidetracked, and this is the re recording. All right. 49 minutes. Oh, wow. I've done longer. The following content contains expletives not suitable for minors under the age of 18. If said child repeats what I say, it's on them, not me. Them. They go to their high school principal. Again, it's on them, not me. Their middle school principal, their pre... What is a preschooler listening doing listening to my show? Anyways. Off the Rails Uncensored is a trademark podcast. Any reproduction or likeness thereof of the title is used in any kind of way similar to Off the Rails Uncensored. $45 will go straight into my pocket. And I'll be happy as a clam, right? Okay. So, buckle up, fuckers. I can't guarantee that you won't be traumatized or not traumatized by the end of this uh, episode. So, take a gander, take a listen, take a number. Monkey's in the truck. It's my music. Yep. Okay, so WrestleMania 37, there's some good, there's some bad, there's some, well, I wouldn't say ugly, I would just say there's some good, there's some bad, and for those of you who really want to make this a thing about announcing your 
Well, you're leaving somewhere. That's like you know, going to customer service and you just lost yourself a customer and I'm the greatest fucker here and you sniveling shit would die without me. Quote the great Lewis Black. Look, <laughs> there's such a thing called humility. When you watch pro wrestling, you're not going to get every single result that you want. And I, I hate, you know, going back on whatever I ranted about back in the day, but I did have some validation in some regards. Because what WWE used to do and still does in some instances, that whenever there's a crowd, their ears perk up, their eyes light up, their hearts start to race. But there's one problem. There's some parts of the booking that get lost in translation and make the fans want to rock back and forth like Mick Foley as Mankind in the middle of the ring. And here's why. I understand the whole Rhea Ripley booking. I really do. And I understand that if you call someone up to main roster and have them lose, boy, that defeats the fucking purpose of them getting called up from NXT and being a a huge impact the moment they come from NXT's roster over to Maine. And for Vince to compliment Rhea Ripley on, you know, doing you know, doing a good job, that's great. Uh, on the other hand, Oscar is now old for two at WrestleMania. Is that a bad thing or a good thing? Is she gonna win a championship back? Is she going to go after Rhea? What are they going to do? I don't know, and at this point I give up on WWE in some instances because I'm not quite sure what it is that WWE is going for when it comes to championship matches. Now, okay, that Riddle versus Sheamus. Again, you can't kill the momentum of Sheamus going into WrestleMania 37. Why? Because Matt Riddle did defeat Sheamus, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to guarantee a victory for Matt Riddle the very next night at the biggest spectacle in all of sports entertainment history. WrestleMania has been running for, wow, 37 years. That's a long time, folks, to regale a big fucking event as such as WrestleMania. And I've been to, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, and eight. Let's see, 20, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35. Eight manias. And not once, actually, there was a few times that I said to myself, it wasn't a terrible card just had some matches that had questionable outcomes. And some, okay, some of you may or may not get this or understand or comprehend or begin to comprehend why WrestleMania is such a big deal. It's like going to a Super Bowl for a wrestling fan. It's like saying I'm going to the best concert in the entire year, two nights in a row. Imagine going to Alan Jackson or going to Mariah Carey or Janet Jackson or, you know, Maroon 5 or Bruno Mars or Stevie Ray Vaughan if he was still around or whichever musician tickles your fancy. Imagine going to them two nights in a row. That's the equivalent of what WrestleMania has turned into because six hours, I tell you from experience of sitting there at an event, some matches had me going, why and wow it was more or less the reaction of my friends you know we sat and we watched it 
on a peacock, which some of you have unsubscribed from, and that's fine. You'll basically look at it and say, I don't need this. There are a lot of streaming services that give their products away for God knows how much, but some do it for free. So, again, if there's something that I've noticed about WWE is whether with a crowd or without a crowd, there is some consistency in the fact that it leaves us all wondering what the hell actually just happened. In some instances, not all, in some match instances, like, okay, Roman Reigns, the triple threat match for the WWE championship, your universal championship. Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan. I think Shinsuke Nakamura should have been added as a fourth. That's just me. And whether he won or not, at least you know that WWE was thinking of the fans. They did think of the fans. I mean, 25,000 people for two nights in a row, that's a lot of fucking merchandise being sold. And it's a lot of people in the stands compared to what has been in the stands, which is zero. Zero peoples. The attendance, it was nice. Because a friend of mine, we sat there looking at each other going, it's nice to hear a crowd boo. It is nice to hear them cheer. Um, actually had a few favorite Mania moments myself from Mania 37 to answer your question, dude. One of those was the Jack in the Box entrance that Alexa Bliss had going on. So with Bray Wyatt, the fiend who she turned on. And so I must tell you, one of the biggest things for me is like entrances and cinematic entrances is one thing. And it's always, it's always going to be telling whether you watch it or you don't, if you just peek your head in and look, what are you watching? Oh, you know, WrestleMania. It's an event. It's unlike any other. And I've been to eight of these. Okay. And after going through eight appearances at WrestleMania, going to Hall of Fame, WrestleCon, uh, WWE Access, there's so much you can do at WrestleCon compared to Access. That's a different story for a different day. WrestleMania 37. The matches that stood out to me in a good way, uh, Oscar, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, uh, the tag team match with New Day and... AJ Styles and almost. And then Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman, of course, you know, that one catches my attention the most. Did I forget my entrance? I think I did, but I'm not going to hit the music just yet. I'm just going to idly sit and actually just do a fucking thing with the thing. So, what I believe WWE, you know, does is. They had two nights to plan this shit. <clears throat> and I'm sure they hear it from all ends of the spectrum about how well, you know, you guys have done in the past and you guys should do this and you guys should do that. It's a lot of flack they get. And the reason for that is because of the 50-50 booking style that, I mean, you can have some good matches. You can have several So, the way I figure it is, 
If WWE does an event, and you guys complain, all the more they're going to do what you hate. Because I figured that out the hard way. Do you know why? Because you're the one paying their merchandise. You're the one watching your stuff on Peacock now. And some of you say, well, I already beat you there, man. I already unsubscribed. My friend Chris back in Columbia will know that he loves Roman Reigns. But we all know that, jokingly, you know, my friend Ruby also knows. That Chris loves men. He does. Although he'll say that's not true to all the women listening in for Chris's name. It's true. He loves men. Anyways. All I'm telling you guys is if you really want to grasp why WWE keeps on booking the way they book I couldn't explain it. It's kind of one of those question marks that's always loomed whenever there's a big name pay-per-view, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania. Now, a few of the Rumbles have been decent. It was nice to see Edge win the Rumble, but also I would have picked someone completely different, but that's just me. Again, if it were left up to me to do start doing the booking for WWE at WrestleMania 37... How would I book it and where? Okay, I wouldn't change anything with the whole Rhea Ripley Oscar match. I would also not change anything with the whole Bray Wyatt Randy Orton thing because it's it sets up something perfect for the scene. Again, and I don't mind Randy Orton. I do not mind the whole Alexa Bliss having the mercenary, you know, friends or whatever, introducing herself. And saying Lily, you know, Lily was to blame. That's an interesting perspective, you know, from story-wise, right? I never in a million years, like, if you asked me, would WrestleMania almost be canceled? I would have told you no, because it needs to be shown. It's the biggest sporting event in the entire world. Well, maybe not quite the biggest in size. But the point is, audience-wise, that is, you pervs. Anyways, Chris, you especially. Okay. I watched WrestleMania 37 with an open mind thinking there's got to be some give. There's got to be something that'll change in WWE. Well, three, four titles changed hands. And that was over a two-night span with almost and AJ Styles becoming WWE Tag Team Champions. Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair both claimed their respective titles. It's just, for me, I now have this annoying optimistic feel of things, and that's, holy shit, I just watched for the first time in a while I just watched uh, WWE with a live crowd. 
Isn't that something? Now, let's put also put this into perspective. Live crowd, no crowd. Irregardless of what the results were of Mania 37, do you know how difficult it is to be a superstar anywhere you are? NXT, WWE, NWA. What makes things easier for a performer is for them to hear the boos, for the heels to heal the boos, hear the boos, for the baby faces to hear the cheers and the adulation that they would get. So, in other words, what I'm definitely putting out there is, yes, WrestleMania 37 may have been halvesies and halvesies again, which I was dreading the day that happened because I knew the minute, oh, let's have a crowd, we can, they don't say we can fuck with them. They can say stuff like, all right, I know they won't understand this, but here, you know, here it is. Here's what we're going to do. The whole Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman match. I mean, I was so glad that Shane did not put himself over. That was nice. Also, I was also glad that there's something new that happened in a cage match that has not been done before, especially on the top portion of it, when Braun basically ripped off the steel, tore Shane a new asshole, you know, just literally, Shane, all he did was a front flip bump back in the fucking ring, and splat, and he just body slam, power slam, running power slam, and took care of Jackson Riker and Elias, so... All in all, you know what? Mania may have had its bad matches. It may have had in the moments where it made all some of us go, I'm unsubscribing from Peacock and I'm never watching WWE again. And then you ask, what happened in WWE? I haven't caught up. That's another thing. If you don't watch the product, you had not miss much. Because sometimes it's nothing but a huge-ass microphone show on WWE Raw with a limited amount of action. So really... WrestleMania, when it came together and they had those cinematic entrances, you know, Bray Wyatt and the Fiend, or the Fiend Bray Wyatt and uh, Alexa Bliss cranking out, you know, the handmade Jack in the Box. Definitely interesting, to say the least. So, there's that. And really, folks... The only matches that really pissed me off there is one in particular, Bad Bunny, and uh, let's see here, <clears throat> Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and Morrison. Now, okay, anytime a celebrity gets involved in WWE, whether it's Maria Menudo, Snooki, Lawrence Taylor, Mike Tyson, Liberace, God rest your soul. The point is, if they get involved in a match, are they well-trained enough? And are they going to get the crowd's reaction? If that was, if that was the East Coast region, down in Florida, it doesn't really, that's Southeast. But what I'm telling you is, if that was the East Coast, would have booed the fuck out of him. I don't, some people say Bad Bunny this, you know, he's great music, uh, you know, he's a great entertainer. I don't, I'm not feeling it, yo. I don't even think that his music would be considered rap, but that's beside the point. You're going to let him pen 
a superstar. Okay, cool, whatever. So now we know if you're a celebrity. If I was a celebrity, I came into WWE. The only way my ass would be beat if I was uh, Kevin Federline. So, yeah. That's probably one of the main reasons why Kevin Federline got booed the fuck out of. Because he's not a true professional wrestler and just learned stuff on the fly and then got his ass whooped by John Cena. And voila, there's an example of celebrities not always winning. But I guarantee you, one of the things that irritated me about that match was, yes, he got his lumps. He took his lumps and he got his ass beat. Then Damian Priest came in about a quarter of the match, or actually three quarters of the match was over. And you see nothing but Bad Bunny jumping up and down because they won. Is there an issue with that? Whatever. I've learned that no matter which celebrity comes in this world of, of wrestling, they're always going to be the ones that get the green light and saying, yep, you're pinning so-and-so. So moving forward, because if I spend too much time ranting about this douchebag, this douche canoe, this twat waffle, Bad Bunny. I say that nicely because of all the names in the book. Yes, they do atone for something. He can laugh all he wants. But uh, he's like, oh, all of his merchandise be selling out of WWE. No one knows who the fuck this dude is, and no one, some of us, do not care for his stupid rap. can barely understand a word he says to all that mumble jumble. Man, I think 50 Cent was right. If you knew Biggie and Tupac Shakur was alive and they heard this fool... He'd be saying, may I take your order, please. Just saying. <sighs> felt good. That felt great. So, the U.S. Championship match, man, that was brutal. Sheamus and Matt Riddle. Wow, you're talking about a broke kick in midair. A Matt Riddle who was attempting to do a, stand, you know, a moonsault off the top rope. No buckle, just top rope. He's got some length. He's got some ups, obviously, because he's an athlete. He's a former UFC dude. <clears throat> Point taken was that Matt Riddle, we knew, was not going to hold the U.S. title for very long. Sheamus was on up and up. That's like we knew, okay, Bobby Lashley, I'm not going to touch base too much on that match. All I can tell you is watching it long enough, Match with McIntyre is kind of a, I don't know if you want to say a farce, but it's kind of a joke. All of us, why did they do things the way they did it? And if you actually sat down with a worker, you can say, oh, yeah, well, here's the reason why we booked it this way. They're never going to give you their secrets, and they're never going to tell you the reasons why. Because you never, and I mean ever, want to reveal all the tricks and trades to your magic tricks. That's what would do David Copperfield in. That's what would do a lot of dudes in. If they were to, if you think Hogan and Savage, yeah, we're supposed to create this feud, and uh, brother, you really want to know more, you can visit me on the website. No. WrestleMania, like, had its moment, but also, it just wasn't, I was like, wow, you know, as catastrophic as things are on Raw and SmackDown Live, for that matter, question is, why didn't you go with Shinsuke Nakamura? 
And also as a yawn. There is and always will be that one deciding factor for people to come back. Some may say, I just went to WrestleMania to have the experience. I just went to WrestleMania because they don't charge tax on T-shirts or some bullshit like that. Guys, the reason why I went to WrestleMania is because it felt like a mini mental vacation. Because not everyone watches wrestling as much as they do out here on the East Coast. But everywhere else, the connoisseurs are creating new foods and whatnot, which is what we're going to do. We're going to create new interests, new flavors for Wrestle Radio Network and Off the Rails Uncensored. I don't think it's a crime for people in general to be prepared. Be prepared to watch different things. Anyways, I digress. WrestleMania 37, I mean, I didn't really have any issues with it in some areas. However, I do have issues with it in the sense that some of the booking really at this point, after watching it for so many years, you're just like, really? Is there a particular reason why Lashley held the title? Does he want to see Lesnar versus Lashley versus Lashley? I have no objection, no shame. Sitting here saying, gee, it'd be nice if you fucks could make up your minds. Well, you know what? There's two things that I like seeing. Jericho being a good sport and Rhea Ripley pulling out a peanut and saying, I'm here. You buy all the peanuts and Cracker Jacks you want, mate. I'm here. And what a statement. Made by all three women's champions, Raquel Gonzalez, Rhea Ripley, and Bianca Belair. What about WrestleMania 37? There's so much that one can say, and one fell swoop, I could either rant about certain things and the way things were booked, and well, I guess I can do that. So, WrestleMania. Paul Orndorff, Hulk Hogan, King Kong Bundy, wrestled in WWE also for a short amount of time. Anyways, I just would like to point something out. WrestleMania will always be a spectacle. Whether you love it, you hate it, you want to marry it, you want to put it on your your tombstone. I, fill in your name here, went, you know, went to a WrestleMania or Manias and would like to say, screw the booking team, I hate you all, blah, 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 blah. Look, (laughs) for those of you who unsubscribe to Peacock, more power to you, you have a choice. It's It's your money, no one else's. So whomever went can complain. Whomever didn't go, 
My apologies, is all I can tell you. <laughs> WrestleMania is fun to go to. It's got access. It's got WrestleCon. Anyways, back to WrestleMania 37. Okay, Shinsuke Nakamura didn't have a booking. What the fuck? Not just him, but shouldn't Cesaro be in a championship match? Not Intercontinental, not United States champion, but Maine. This is a chance for myself to sit here and give you the real about WrestleMania 37. Two nights in a row, you know, with 25,000 people. So, I mean, they made their merchandise sales because they knew they were going to meet them. Or maybe they didn't. Also, I believe they should have put some of NXT on, you know, to see what they were going to do. Not one person. They were watching the match, which is out of respect that they, you know, they came here to see their friend. So... I'm not, you know, saying that WWE didn't try, but it felt like in some matches they were just like, here's why, here's one of the reasons why we're doing it, and you guys are in for a treat, and then really in my mind I'm thinking, in for a treat, huh? So for the umpteenth time, Roman Reigns, you know, who has defended his championship before, but others have lost. So I got to point this out. If you're listening, looks like Raw's going to be home in my former area of my neck. I'm going to my former friend. So, Kansas City? They're building, they're rebuilding it? Okay. I didn't say nothing, man. But what I am going to tell you is that WrestleMania 37 is a bit of a drag. Some parts of it made me want to smoke cigarettes. Other parts of it made me want to rejoice and go like, okay, yay, there's a crowd. Because in this moment, you know, it's going to suck. But these guys, these poor gentlemen do not have a crowd. Crowds are essential in wrestling, especially anything involving sports. Because if you get a home run and you don't hear noise other than a filling crowd, wouldn't that get demoralizing? Or become demoralizing, I should say. I know there's lots of things I can use this with. Mania hasn't been good for a while. And people want to make it known what their favorite WrestleMania was. And how things should go back to where they used to be in professional wrestling. Allow me to elaborate and tell you this. So you want things to go back to the Attitude Era. That's not the greatest era in wrestling, though. And people seem to soon forget. You know, if it wasn't for certain people, none of us would be sitting here on podcasts to have a legit gripe. And then as legit as you can get. There's only a few matches that really didn't make sense to me. Some of them on the first card, some of them on the second card. When night two came around, and you had uh, Roman Reigns in the main event, you know, with Edge and Daniel Bryan, 
I thought to myself, okay, I know these gentlemen have worked each other before. Actually, maybe Daniel Bryan and Edge a long time ago. It's something special when these three get together. It's obviously, you know, it lasts long because it's the main event. But the reactions afterwards is soon to be expected. You know, Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns looking all kinds of pumped up off adrenaline. And then, uh, you know, you see everyone's reaction on Twitter. Not a lot of us were happy about the Lashley match. But is there an extended plan to warrant what you did? Because if not, you know, it's got to be in your bag of fucking tricks. Look, I don't do the booking, but I'm just saying there needs to be some things improved upon. And one of those things is making sure that your audience is entertained, the 25,000 people that were there two nights in a row. Make sure they're entertained. If not, I guess you could do your last-minute booking shit and, and go from there. Last-minute booking, in other words, hey, uh, they're going, you know, they're going to face almost an AJ Styles, but, you know, we changed it up. We changed the results last minute. Hmm. Okay. All I can say is, like, it, it's going to take a minute for anybody to get used to the fact that WrestleMania now is two nights. If it's two nights next year, holy fuck, that's going to be one hell of an attendance record. Mm-hmm. No one in their right mind is going to sit there and say, I liked all of WrestleMania, unless you're one of those fans that loves wrestling, period. And there's a lot of those. To be honest with you, I'm sad that Asuka's on a losing streak in Mania, but I get why they did it. Asuka just looks weak now. I know she's asked for her release or is wanting her release, but I don't know what to tell you. Let's see what other matches I can specifically point out that needed some doctoring. Matt Riddle, Sheamus? No. Main event? Hmm. Main events were fine. Like Sasha Bianca, the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Main events are fine. Bianca, Sasha, uh, Roman, Roman, Edge, and Anna Ryan's a bit of a disappointment. Lashley and McIntyre a bit of a disappointment. There's some spots here and there that messed up. So <clears throat> Hold on a second. Messaging me, and it's really interesting. I'm getting a lot of messages on Instagram. I'm not going to quit if you're not going to quit. So, but you're asking me when's a good time for me? Anytime, really, dude, I really, 
Yeah, for sure. I've never had any issues with telling people how it is. Like, the main events that I have seen, witnessed, felt. Uh, let's see here. It goes, that, that question can range from anything. So, let me think on this one. Okay. So, main events this year, dude, if you ask me to rate that from 1 to 10, I'm going to rank it a 4 because the women's match kind of saved the bacon for main events of WrestleMania with Sasha and Bianca. As far as Roman, Daniel, and Edge are concerned, I don't know what that was all about, Whether why they're extending Roman out. Maybe there's a reason. Maybe there's <clears throat> maybe they're uh, gonna add somebody that's uh, pop in. Maybe it's Lesnar. I don't know. <clears throat> Whether you love him or hate him, the dude's a genuine fucking heel, and you cannot deny he gets the crowd riled up. He gets them. Yeah, I I gotta say. The main events for this year at WrestleMania, my friend Chris would tell you that he didn't mind Roman Reigns winning that match because maybe it leads into something bigger and better. For sure. All I know is that when people look at the bookings and they say I'm going to unsubscribe from something, yeah, I don't look. I'm not pausing for any particular reason. I'm just reading all your questions, Wrestle Underscore Radio, and I'm just telling myself, okay. To answer all the four questions that I have so far tonight, uh, Zach, mm-hmm. I really didn't expect much from WrestleMania this year because WrestleMania last year was Undertaker's last year. Does that mean they're going to have a shitty show all the time? No. But there are some things they need to improve upon, and that's you know keeping consistency up making sure the crowd will be like, all right, you know, this is pretty cool. This is what we wanted. And sometimes the crowd doesn't know what they want. And I mean, I mean that in the most sincerest ways. Like some of them wanted Edge to win so bad. But we all know that's not going to happen. Roman's got to be having that stretch of I'm a heel, you know. I know I'm this, that, the other. So, the best way to fucking book him you stretch it out so that the crowd will fucking absolutely eat it up and hate you the most is that a good you know solution no 
Because you know people are going to bitch and gripe no matter who won. Edge won. I always wanted Edge to win. Oh, Daniel Bryan won. Well, he already won that. So why is he winning another one? It's a lose-lose situation for that main event. It's not like Bianca Sasha where Bianca's on the rise. You know, she's been, they've been teasing Bianca Belair for the longest time. So, in regards, if you want to compare and contrast main events, that's one thing. The whole Alexa Bliss Fiend thing. Don't know. But I like the fact that Alexa Bliss has turned into this creepy character. Actually has evolved her character and helped it a lot. Now, instead of being the sassy bitch that she normally could be or the bully that she normally could be at five foot nothing, yes, it is possible for her to be a bully. Yes. There are some things that WWE could improve upon, but you got to be specific and tell them, okay, where do you need improvement upon? How can we improve? Instead of, you guys should have put so-and-so over. They are so over with the crowd. I hate that. I hate when people talk like they're genuine workers, but they never really hold a flame to, like, Triple H's candle. They never could ignite creative inspiration that Vince and certain others could. But then people are like, wow, you're kissing ass compared to what you normally do. Look. I can rant and rave all I want, but how many people are actually listening to those rants and those raves? I'm just being honest. WWE lacks in several areas. But then they also make up for it at certain events, which is kind of odd if you think on it. What I mean by this is if one event sucks, then the other event sucks just a slight bit less because they're like, well, we lost a lot of subscriptions, so we've got to pertain to doing it even more that's fucking stupid in the sense that they you know they hold the Lesnar and Fiend not Lesnar and Fiend but Rollins and Fiend uh, being a no contest I was tempted to uh, cancel my subscription yeah my subscription to WWE Network because who ends at Hell in a Cell with a disqualification also If I want to say that WrestleMania was so-so, I'm not wrong. (laughs) Now, some of you think, oh, it was terrible. Mm, Is AEW any better? I mean, the same shit, guys, except for just different circumstances, different celebrities. You know, Shaquille O'Neal got involved. Who cares? Mike Tyson got involved. Holy shit. A lot of people are agreeing with that thing you heard. Yeah, I agree. Tyson's an old tough bitch. He's not a bitch at all. He's just tough. So, anyhow. I will retire for tonight. Not retire for good, but retire for tonight by saying the following. The Hall of Fame induction was pretty cool because that class actually had some clout to it. Kane, Eric Bischoff, Rob Van Dam, William Shatner in the Celebrity Wing. The list isn't you know, exceedingly long. Hall of Fame was good. Some matches were okay. They weren't all that, but they were okay. 
So you're not going to satisfy everyone is the thing I'm trying to tell you all. You're not going to satisfy every single fucker there is in a professional wrestling fandom. Purists are the hardest ones to not. Now I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. Two of bitches, I got to get some rest. Enjoy the rest of your day, night, whatever, and uh, hope you enjoyed this craziness that is Off the Rails Uncensored. You can download the episode for free on iTunes and Podbean and what have you. So, anyways. Show this bitch is real. I got to go to sleep. You're good. The closest person now. The closest person now.